is Jazz Shapers with Elliot Moss on Jazz FM. Listen in colour. In partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal. That was Natalie Cole with her take on Route 66. Lovely way to start the programme. Good morning. This is Jazz Shapers. I'm Elliot Moss. Thank you very much for joining me. Jazz Shapers, I'm sure you know, is the place where you can hear the very best of the people shaping the world of jazz, blues and soul. And right alongside them, we bring someone who's shaping the world of business, doing wonderful things. And that person today, my business shaper, is called Rob Pierre. Lovely name and a lovely agency he runs and has, in fact, the co-founder and CEO of. And it's called Jellyfish. They're in the digital world, in the marketing world, in the advertising world. He's also got some other things that he's been doing. I won't call him a serial entrepreneur, but he's almost one. In addition to hearing from Rob, you'll also be hearing from our programme partners at Mishkondorea, some words of advice for your business. And then we've got the music. And here today, you're going to be hearing Marlena Shaw, Young Holt Trio, Bobby Bland, and this from Robert Cray. I was fine yesterday That was the Robert Cray Band with Fine Yesterday. Rob Pierre is my business shaper today here on Jazz FM, and he's the co-founder and CEO of a business called Jellyfish. Uh, They're a digital agency, a marketing agency, an advertising agency. I love it. In in this day and age, in 2017, you can be all sorts of things in the world of communications. Rob, it's a real pleasure to have you. Thank you for joining. Thanks for having me. Tell me um, about why you set this business up and when you did it. So the business started, well, I'll probably go back to the original story. It's uh, um, There was a young entrepreneur called Paul Walsh, and he had an IT consultancy in Rygate, a boutique IT consultancy. And uh, he was uh, a friend of mine. And this was about 13 years ago, 13, 14 years ago, uh, when we were all getting married, and we were all going on several stag do's and several weddings. And uh, uh, I kept bumping into him and talking to him, and he had this passion about a business that he was running. Um, But he felt that the real opportunity was in digital marketing. So it was an IT consultancy building lots of websites for brands, mainly in the publishing sector. And uh, what he found is that the opportunity was in how to market these websites he was building. And pay-per-click had just started, and he felt it was a great opportunity. As I spoke to him and found this passion, uh, we, we decided that uh, on one of these stag do's that I would quit my job, join him, and uh, start a marketing agency. So we sold off all of the uh, IT consultant clients and focused on digital marketing, and that's when we rebranded as Jellyfish, and it went from there. And your background before that, sales director at Sun, uh, Sunglass Hut mm-hmm. uh, International. Uh, you were a sales and marketing director at Bike International. It's quite a leap to say, I'm going to do my own thing and go into the agency world. Uh, where do you reckon that courage to just follow your convictions has come from? I think I drew a little bit on um, looking at uh, Paul's passion for having his destiny in his own hands, um, being able to make a difference and for to be autonomous and to drive something forward that he, he felt was uh, um, 
the right direction to go. So, But for you, though, I get that. You, you would have felt his energy. But internally, you also, to quit your job, Rob, that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. I felt that I, I had a lot of autonomy in my previous roles. And I was pretty much running the Biker International. I worked for an entrepreneur, Martin Mandridge, down in uh, Southampton. And, uh, you know, I really learnt business. I went to business school with him and the cutting edge of business. And uh, I felt that I was eventually running those businesses. So uh, I already had the confidence that I actually understood the business acumen, the P&L. I managed big teams uh, from a marketing standpoint. I really felt I was ready. I was just looking for the right opportunity. And I think um, Jellyfish was that opportunity. And just before we go to um, to the Young Hulk trio, in numbers, you're in four countries. Yeah. You've got how many people that work in the business? 435 at last count. Across how many offices? So nine offices globally. Not bad. We'll be coming back to much more about Jellyfish and its growth and its trajectory um, in a moment. That's with my business shaper, Rob Pierre, co-founder and CEO of the same named business. Time for some more music. I promised them just a moment ago. Here they are, Young Holt Trio with Whack Whack. There's the jolly little number, according to Dom Producer, and I agree. Young Holt Trio with Whack Whack. Rob Pierre is my business shaper today, co-founder and CEO of Jellyfish. I like the name. Jellyfish, as you just heard, I hope, um, before that great track, uh, is a business now, nine offices, four countries, and how much is it, 435? 435 people. 435 people. That's a lot of people. So this business has been going now 12 years. Yes. Um, and you were talking about stag do's and getting married and um, a little earlier um, before we um, we came here on air we were talking about kids as well you did everything at once I did it all at once did it all at once yeah. children um, marriage uh, build a business and moved house and moved house any particular reason why you want to do everything at once Rob? I just felt that the timing was right. Yeah, there was no, it certainly was not uh, planned. Mm. And in some cases, I think when you're sort of restructuring anything, it's often best to do it in one go. And then you sort of build it from the ground up with the right foundations. And I think when you iteratively do things, sometimes it would slow down the process. So I decided it was such a big leap. And I think it's a bit like when you're in a buying frenzy. Once you've made, you've got your credit card out and you've bought one thing, <laughs> you just end up buying more. I think when I made one big decision, I just made them all. <laughs> it strikes me that you've got a lot of natural energy. Uh, I can see it in your eyes. You know, you, you, you're up for it and you're probably up for it 12, 13 years ago as well. Do you think... Um, certain types end up doing what you do i mean this isn't it's not for everybody is it do you have people that you meet that you bring into the business with great expectations and they're just they haven't got that energy well we've kind of protected ourselves against that because our recruitment process is slightly different because i actually look for the actual core traits and attributes in people i think that our industry moves so quickly 
that if you've got the right aptitude, the right attitude, if you're passionate, if you're the solution, then often you will find the right way to overcome the problems that we have in our business. And it moves so quickly that we don't have veterans in the digital world. Whatever you learned 12 months ago, the platforms that you're going to be advertising on, the technology that's available, um, the data that's, that you can process using the cloud, there's so many things moving so quickly that actually I do look for the core traits mm. to the point where um, even in our interviews, when I... Uh, interviewed all who are now our senior management team, I gave them the questions before the interview. I gave them 20 minutes with the questions and said, relax, be yourself. In the real world, when you're working for us, we don't expect you to quick fire answer and solve problems on the fly. You know, we, we really want you to be considered and to use all of your life experience and your knowledge within the industry to actually make wise decisions. So I get them to relax give them the questions and I say, I'm not going to take your notes off you. I'll come back in 20 minutes and then I sequentially go through those questions. And what I find is I get to learn about that person, get through the nerves and they can actually give me considered answers and I can assess whether they're the right people for the business. And uh, out of our senior management team, we have had no attrition. You know, we've mm. literally, on that journey I'm talking about, we had this uh, great idea that uh, for every 10 years, we will give somebody a Rolex because, you know, in the digital world, it's like dog years, you know, one year is like seven years in digital. So somebody with our business for 10 years is like 70 years in, in our view. And uh, so we thought that was a great idea. Now, as you can imagine, 13 <laughs> years in, no one's left. We're, uh, you know, nine years in, we're trying to figure out, is this person right for the business? You know, we're trying to see whether we could save ourselves a Rolex, but uh, it doesn't seem to be working. Great way of recruiting people. I've not heard that before. Maybe I should also give people uh, the, the questions in advance of coming on the programme. Maybe it would change the whole dynamic. You never know. <laughs> Stay with me for much more from my business shape. That's Rob Pierre, co-founder and CEO of Jellyfish. Latest travel in a couple of minutes. And before that, some words of wisdom. I hope to augment the words you've just been hearing from Rob about recruitment from our programme partners at Mishkondere for your business. Hello, my name is Dervil Walsh. I'm a partner in the contentious banking and finance practice at Mishkondorea. One practical tip I would give to all customers who have dealings with their banks is at the start of the relationship, particularly when they're drawing down funding, it is very important to get the necessary professional input from either accountants or lawyers as to the terms being offered by the bank. One of the reasons for doing this at the outset is because it is critical to avoid a situation where there is a dispute a year or two years down the line, at which point the die has been cast, and very often from the perspective of the borrower and the legal or professional advisor, it is a case of damage limitation. So I can't stress highly enough the importance of getting professional assistance at the start so that you set your stall out appropriately. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM. In partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal. This is Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM. Every Saturday, I'm very lucky. I meet someone who's shaping the world of business, doing something I wished I'd done or thought of. Uh, and generally, I think you probably think the same if you listen um, regularly. If you haven't had a chance to listen to recent guests, go into iTunes, put in the words Jazz and Shapers. You'll find a whole host there. Today, Rob Pierre, you will find, is my business shaper here um, on Jazz FM, co-founder and CEO of Jellyfish, and talking to me about the world of the digital agency. And he set this, his business up now 12 or so years ago. Is that right? About 12 13, years, 13 yeah. years ago. 
Um, obviously, you mentioned digital moves really fast and, and all the, the various weapons and the tools that people have at their disposal, brands have at their disposal to use are changing fundamentally. You also talked about the fact your senior management team has been around now for coming up for the Rolex year, the 10-year whatever uh, period. Yep. How do you manage that? the fact that you do need some experience to manage clients and to manage a business and, and to manage a bunch of people um, with the fact that things do change so fast? Because I imagine there's people now 10 years older and they may have the traits, but they're slightly more removed from what's happening. What's How does that juxtaposition get managed for you? So we've, we, our business is managed in a modular and a matrix formation. So um, we've got the agencies, so the people dealing with the clients, our client services, our planners, project managers, etc. They sit regionally. And then you've got the actual services, so your paid media, your earned media, analytics, creative, development and technology. They are actually global. They've got global heads. And so what we've got is we've got that consistency globally. But um, what we find is that we're still we're growing at such a rate that we're always bringing new talent into the business and i still induct every single person that starts at jellyfish so it may it started as a one to one then it became five people now it's a room of 15 people whenever i'm in an office and that is a way of demonstrating that it is still flat um, you might see on the website, our uh, vision is to be the biggest boutique agency in the world, not to lose all those traits and the nice family atmosphere that, that you get um, in a boutique agency. And we don't want to lose that at the expense of scale. So I do a lot of things to try and stay close. I've got that open door policy. And the main purpose of that induction is to explain to people that they can come and talk to me at any time and that there's not that awkward silence as I walk past their desk for the first time because we've spent an hour and a half together. We've got to know each other. And during that induction, I say to them, I kind of use the analogy of like the Google data center, for example. It's not one big supercomputer. It's made up of lots of PCs and that gives it the processing power to do to index the entire internet. Mm. And I feel that the more people we bring to the business, they're encouraged to actually add that processing power. You know, the new perspectives, new minds, innovation, and that they're encouraged to actually, when they see things that can be challenged, to challenge. So our line management, 10 years in maybe, they're constantly being challenged because that's the culture that we got within the organization. And that makes perfect sense. Is there a sense of how big you want to be, Rob, or is that the wrong question? Because 435 people, nine offices, that's a lot of management, a lot of travel, I imagine, a lot of different things moving, lots of moving pieces. Do you want to be double the size, treble the size? What's the thing? At the moment, the company vision and the business plan is to be a 1,000 people in, within the next three years. That is the plan. And the reason, the reason why it's, it's a pretty arbitrary number, but the reason why we came up with it is... I'm trying to position Jellyfish right there so that we can compete with the big network agencies, but we, uh, a bit like, you know, you never get fired for hiring IBM, you know, we want to be a safe choice. So we need to have the scale to, to have the perceived sustainability, but we still want to be agile, innovative, and to be an independent agency. So we want to sit right there between the smaller performance agencies and the big network agencies. And I think a thousand people will give us that sustainability and that credibility to the bigger brands. We'll come back to you in 2020 to hold you to that 1,000 people <laughs> promise. I'm sure you'll make it. Time for some music right now before we come back to Rob Pierre, my, my business shaper today. It's Bobby Blue Bland with Ain't No Love in the Heart of the City.
That was Bobby Blue Bland with Ain't No Love in the Heart of the City. Rob Pierre's my business shaper, co-founder, CEO of Jellyfish. They're big, but they've got a nice, tight, small, intimate uh, attitude and view of the world. And that's what we've been talking about, how you manage to do that um, going forward. Your involvement day to day. Tell me, you know, you said your hands on. I mean, people do say that. How do you ensure that day to day your vision is being realized? And, so, what, and what would people say about you as a leader, Rob? Oh, that's an interesting question. Um, well, our values reflect me. So when we, whenever anybody joins, uh, our values are to be passionate, to be the solution, to be positive. And that's a little bit of, of, around um, my how, how I think people would describe me. And uh, and that's my, my song choice, which we'll reveal later on, is um, all related to that subject. I think that life is, you know, throws you a lot. I think business challenges come um, at a rate. And uh, what you would find with me is I'm a very, very positive person. I'm always looking for what the solution is, not sit there and figure mm-hmm. and, and just dwell on what the problems or the challenges are. Um, I think that uh, how do I stay in con- stay at the coal face and actually help? Well, things like the induction. Uh, we also have a, a company update uh, on a monthly basis where all the offices dial in at the same time and I present our numbers. It's all about transparency. We introduce new people to the business. We talk about new client wins, um, all the achievements uh, in, in the different offices, any acquisitions. And so we're, we're very transparent in, in that way. But uh, we also we use a platform that allows anybody to ask a question and then the whole company can vote up or down those questions. And I promise to answer the top three every update. And so that gives everybody a forum to actually air their frustrations or ask positive questions. It, it, you know, it goes both ways, but it just means that um, I still feel close to what people are thinking with the senior management. Every month, they, every single one of the senior management send me an email with their successes, challenges, and priorities for the next month. So again, I can spot within there if there's anything that I feel doesn't really fit with the global strategy. And I, don't, I find that I don't actually have to tell them to, to change their behavior or do something different. All I say is, oh, I noticed you said this in your update. Um, let me tell you something. And I'll tell them the bigger story and... We've got smart, adaptable people. So they look at, I tell them what the big picture is, and then they go away and they change their behavior or their strategy and direction quite naturally. So that sort of keeps me close to what's going on. And in terms of that attitude, have you, have you had to deal with stuff? Because we've talked all about the positive stuff here in the last 12 years. Just whether in this business or before it, has those, have those traits that you have focused on? Have they come from somewhere where you've had to just deal with stuff that isn't very pleasant? Yeah, we've had to dig deep. Um, So there was a time, if you look back when we were about 80 people, uh, we lost 60% of our gross profit revenue in a space of six months. And they were were mitigating circumstances and all circumstances beyond our control. And uh, so we lost three clients and that was 60% of our revenue. And uh, we didn't retrench. So we had a pipeline because we've always invested the money back in the business. And so as we were um, successful at that time, we were pumping the money back in. We had quite a strong pipeline. The directors personally put some money back into the business to make sure we didn't have to retrench. And we believed we were positive and we believed in our pipeline and we were all stuck together to make sure that we got that business in as quickly as possible. 
yes, we had a two or three months where things were very tight, but we did start landing the business. We recaptured our position that year. So we had a flat year on year um, growth or n- lack of growth, but uh, we didn't have to retrench and we took mm. the business forward. So it's not, we haven't just sort of ridden a wave. I've got to admit, we are swimming with the tide right now. Digital transformation, you know, people need the skills that we have to offer. Um, so things are great, but it hasn't always been that way. We'll have our final chat with Rob Pierre, plus we'll be playing a track from Marlena Shaw. That's after the latest Traffic and Travel here on Jazz FM. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM. In partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal. Go away, little boy. Listen to me now. Go away, little boy. You see... I'm not supposed to really be alone with you. Yeah, Daddy, I know, I know, I know. That was Marlena Shaw with Go Away Little Boy. Rob Pierre is my business shaper, all grown up, co-founder and CEO of Jellyfish, talking about all sorts of things and the way you run this business and and the, the common sense rob is what comes across to me which i think is fabulous i mentioned right at the beginning of the program that you were almost a serial entrepreneur and, and and obviously you'll be embarrassed and blush and stuff but you you were involved in a business which you sold called active office an it support company uh you're still involved in infinity.co a call intelligence platform you own a restaurant the midlife restaurant crisis London limited a pan asian restaurant according to uh, to this here you just seem to like doing stuff. Is that right? Is that a fair summary? It is a very fair summary. And uh, Does it give you the buzz? It does give me the buzz. And it's, it's back to problem solving. So, um, except for the midlife, cri- midlife crisis uh, bar, obviously, and restaurant. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's problem solving. And I, I think I was, I was speaking to um, Louisa, who's, who works for our PR agency, and uh, um, we were talking about how do we how do you manage spinning so many plates and uh, the way i described it to louisa was it was a bit um it's a bit like telling a story it seems like lots of things are happening in silo but we're taught if you want to remember something turn it into a story and then all the pieces come together and you remember it and i it, it's it, i see running a business in the same way if they're all intertwined and you're working to a common goal it's really like one big story. So to the outside, from the outside, it looks like a lot of spinning plates. But to me, it's all just components of one story. So I feel it's completely under control because they're all working together symbiotically to actually achieve the ultimate goal. And once again, everybody is totally aligned and knows what that goal is, then everybody else feels part of it and doesn't feel that they're working against each other and uh, jarring and uh, and we sort of get the friction out of the machine mm. and we all uh, have an efficient uh, business. And in terms of this goal, obviously, we talked about a thousand people in three years. We talk about the success and being the boutique global agency and all that. What about the money side? Have, are you looking for someone to come and buy you and take all this lovely fun away? Or are you kind of going, you know what, Elliot, it's not about being bought. It's about just having a real sense of our purpose collectively. And you have to be honest here, Rob. OK, so I'll be honest. Um, so it's not a lifestyle business anymore. But how I will be honest is that it's no longer about me. And I've had meetings with all of our um, senior management and uh, and everybody involved in the business and all shareholders or option holders or anybody in this business, um, there has to be at some point a liquidity event for um, for those people. And 
it's safe to say, and the elephant in the room is always, I'm going to be okay. And I, and I know that. And that is not what motivates me right now. So my focus is on um, everybody within the organization. And it's not just all about shareholders. It's to make sure everybody has career progression, that there's opportunity, that they're in a safe place where they can provide for their families, and that we have a sustainable business that gives people um, the, the, the platform to get the best out of themselves and their career. So that's what motivates me. It is 100% not about the money. I think that's a good answer. Very good. And, it's, and it sounds like it's true as well. Great stuff. Just before I let you go, what's your song choice and why have you chosen it? So my song choice, and it's probably going to be no surprise, is Don't You Worry About a Thing by Stevie Wonder. And uh, um, the, the reason why I chose this song is the sentiment. You know, life does throw you challenges. It's very random, but you can positively affect the outcome of your life. And I think uh, um, this song says that. And uh, Inner Visions came out in 1973, the album, when I was born. And in a really important part in um, time in my life where I forged some of my closest relationships and friends was when I was um, doing my A-levels and Incognito actually covered Don't You Worry About A Thing. And so it just gives me a warm, fuzzy feeling, this song. Well, enjoy the warm, fuzzy feeling. Here it is, just for you. Well, uh, like, I don't understand how you can, because, like, I've been to, you know, Paris, Beirut, you know, I've been to uh, Iraq, Iran, Eurasia, you know, I speak very, very, um... That was Stevie Wonder with Don't You Worry About a Thing, the song choice of my business shaper today, Rob Pierre. Solutions, not problems, he talked about. Energy, bring me energy, and a process for recruitment that both underpin those two values as well as the other values in his business. Transparency, the importance of making sure his his team are completely clear about what is going on in the business, and that wonderfully simple idea of a monthly update. Other businesses take note if you don't already do it. Really, really good stuff. Do join me again, same time, same place. That's next Saturday here on Jazz FM for another edition of Jazz Shapers. Meanwhile, stay with us. Coming up next, it's Nigel Williams. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM. In partnership with Mish Condorea. It's business, but it's personal. <laughs>